0: This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz.
1: This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Waiting to see if USDA got stocks right. In this macro contraction of the money supply, Commodity market fundamentals and balance sheets go head-to-head in a battle for price discovery with monetary policy. The old adage is to never fight the Fed, so it takes some exceptional, extraordinary supply fundamentals to stand in the way of demand destruction. That has caused me to shrink my commodity portfolio to a circle of the wagons around the commodity that I think has the strongest supply fundamental, corn. The strongest will win out. Harvest is the time of year when they pull out all, all the stops attempting to break farmer psychology so that they sell rather than store the crops. The macro onslaught is working in their favor. I have no problem with selling corn off the combine if the incentive is strong enough. Our local basis was over a dollar premium Chicago Board of Trade, with some end users also sharing the drying cost. The CBOT price is just part of the net sales price for corn. The rest is coming in the basis. There is a bona fide corn shortage in the western Corn Belt in Plain States where ethanol and livestock feeding are concentrated. This region will be competing with the river export market to pull corn west. The best incentive for end users to buy corn is to bid up for it, which they have been doing. We have had producers sell cash corn for one side or the other of $8 a bushel off the combine. There are producers who have never sold corn for $8, so we'll get no argument from me. The western Corn Belt and Plain states are corn feed deficit and also will be where the price of corn determines whether and how much demand is destroyed. Producers in this region are still in the driver's seat, high dollar or not, and users will need the crops stored in their bins. As I ran through the balance sheet last week, I also noted that this region will need to see 2023 corn and feed grain acres expanded, while current agronomic conditions and cost structure will work against that. The real price discovery is occurring with the local basis rather than with Chicago Board of Trade. In a report last week, I noted that another risk that I think is high is that USDA has overstated existing corn stocks and may revise them lower September 30th. USDA estimated that corn stocks June 1st were 235 million bushels larger than the previous year and that there were 377 million bushels more corn stored on farms than the prior year. Bears then expected that the corn market would eventually break as farmers capitulated and sold all those stored bushels. It didn't happen, and this year the market actually rallied into the end of August. I do not think that corn stocks were as plentiful as the June USDA stocks report said they were. If so, this will tighten the corn balance sheet even further. Corn stocks were tight in 2021. So when USDA told the trade that there were 235 million more bushels of corn to reach new crop in June, and that the farmers held much more of that grain in their bins, end users could then relax, expecting farmers to be forced to capitulate and unload all those extra bushels before harvest. Our reaction where we lived is that we had no idea what the USDA was smoking. Those extra stocks did not exist here. Basis levels kept right on improving for producers, we have gone into the early harvest with cash prices remaining firm. USDA has been known to adjust for previous year's air and corn production in the September stocks report. I guess that I would be shocked if not some downward adjustment was made Friday. Then again, USDA struggles with producing weekly export reports. The average trade estimate for corn stocks September 1st is 1.512 billion bushel. That's in a range from 1.42 billion to as high as 1.633. I would be at the bottom end of the trade estimate for corn stocks or even missing the low end of the range. A reduction in corn stocks would come right off the corn carryover, as would the future further reduction in 2022 corn yields expected still coming in the October WASDE report as well. I expect a sub-billion bushel carryover and carry into 2023. I would go so far as to argue that the strong dollar will have virtually no impact in the price of corn in the western Corn Belt and Plain States ahead. Again, this region will be importing corn from the eastern Corn Belt with ethanol and livestock demand competing with export market channels. Only 16% of U.S. corn production is exported, and USDA already adjusted corn exports 200 million bushels lower, off 8% from last year in the September WASDE report, and nevertheless, stocks to use still tighten. If you've been listening to the Comstock Report, for more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110.